Welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinate with Films. I love that word. I love that you bring the knowledge, man. <laughs> Actually, we learned that uh, word when we were younger, too. Yeah. We, I think it was like the, it was at one point the longest word in the dictionary yeah, or something the, like the that. Yeah, the only one longer is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, yeah. which I think Southern Playalistic Cadillac Funky Music also is like right in there, so... I think anti-disestablishmentarianism is an actual thing, though. Yeah. Not, like, not I, like a made-up thing by Mary Poppins. I, I, cannot, <laughs> I cannot give you the definition for that word. Uh, so how you been? Uh, doing good, man. Working a lot and going to the movies, bro. Have you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, on both parts, too. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen anything good? I have, you? and we probably should wait for a... Uh, to talk about it in length, we can talk in riddles. <laughs> For sure. About, uh, we both have seen the new Spider-Man film. So fucking good. Yeah. It's it's absolutely everything you wanted. Yeah. Everything you were hoping it was going to be. Yeah. And more, for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, I loved it. I think the first thing I told Justin is it's probably the best superhero movie ever seen. Uh, I mean... It, it's so good. It's, it's just so good. It's got everything. It's not top in Endgame, but... It is for me. But is it really? Yeah, it's That's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm... Endgame, you need multiple movies to get to that, too. And not that you don't with Spider-Man, because if you haven't seen the Andrew Garfield or the Tobey Maguire or any of those things, uh, yeah, not fully as enjoyable, but it still is. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The action in it, the acting in it, the story is so good. <laughs> The Eternals, on the uh, other hand. So you saw that and you did not care for it, huh? garbage, dude. Three hours of garbage. <laughs> I was so ready to go, but we stuck through it. We didn't stay to see the uh Oh, there was, and scene. I'm assuming there was end credits. I'm, I, yeah, there were. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I just couldn't were. do it. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my audio right here. No, that's all right. Okay. Audio is important when it comes to a podcast. This is, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you say in your TED Talk? Yeah. <laughs> Listen up, people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a special episode. I think this is two, uh, 208, which would be exactly... Four, four years. years. Right, it is also dude. your first obsessed with the obscure episode. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> if it wasn't your first, it would have been your second. Sorry. Uh, did you listen to last week's? I did. Last week's with. Uh, now, have you seen Dreamscape? I have, but like been a while. The thing is, is. I was too scared to watch it when yeah. I was a kid, uh, and I and it I was just creepy. Never, dude. Yeah, I just Super never scary. came back to it. But like, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. There was a lot of images in that movie that really gave me uh, some tough shit. But uh, I also I have not uh, other than that one movie. I haven't gone to see multiple movies. I did watch several here. I've got a lot of uh, what did I just watch. Oh man, Super Fuzz. No one knows Super Fuzz. I've and it's seen a, the preview. It's from the seventies, the... and it from like nineteen seventy eight. Uh, 
and it's a crazy movie with Ernest Borgnine. Did you just get it? Yeah. Okay. That, that I was yeah. gonna say. I, it's a, I saw a picture. It's obscure, it obscure, obscure, where a guy becomes a superhero because he got. Um, radiated dust on him and everything Meteor but anytime he saw the color red the powers would go away uh-huh. and it was a completely silly movie with silly soundtrack with goofy actors yeah. with bad special effects and it was just a whole shitload of fun <laughs> I loved watching it as a kid yeah. it just, I just remember it so much I've been finding these people have been getting these hard to find DVDs for me and I'm hoping I get another package in the mail with my, uh, my next slew of them but I've been watching some of these old ones and I forgot how long long it's been since i've seen some of these movies mm. but luckily so far they're all just as good as i remember them to be because i'm waiting for the day where, where i was like i like that yeah <laughs> i like everything and i i can find some joy in uh, most movies some are horrible but yeah i haven't seen a horrible one in a long time what's funny is is that you can't stand garbage pail kids no that was the one then I, yeah right <laughs> that was the that, one that i couldn't stand. that's the one I, I i didn't mind it i mean it's not good but i didn't mind it it was yeah. fun to watch you know um but i can't do howard the duck oh seeing that one i can I, do I, yeah i know right yeah like, i've watched that several times when i was a kid though yeah i mean that was one of my staples oh yeah howard me too I just, and there was some weird stuff in there i feel that way with uh being around Christmas time, we watched uh, Gremlins the other day. Oh, nice. And it's so crazy how that's a scary-ass movie, man. Fuck yeah. It's a scary-ass movie yeah. with scary elements in it and scary lighting. And scammer- And you look at it, it's Joe Dante, and that's the reason it's scary. Mm. Joe Dante has a very kind of uncomfortable horror element even in his non-horrific shit. Uh, even... Some of the most the most terrifying episode of Twilight Zone the movie was Joe Dante the one with the kid. Oh yeah, and the creature that like the rabbit that he pulled out of the hat. That way that rabbit looked. Yeah. That is so Joe Dante. It was creepy. And I think his stuff carries over to Inner Space where it had some uncomfortable weird stuff in it to mm-hmm. the howling, and uh, yeah, Gremlins man. Yeah, I saw that on Redbox the other day. On Redbox, yeah, oh, really you rented yeah. it on Redbox. I didn't, but I, oh, oh, you I saw, saw that it was they had there. it. Yeah. That's cool that they're bringing back some of those old school flicks, especially. Yeah. I like tried Chris... to buy it, but it wasn't for sale. Yeah, see, that sucks. See, you got to have. The, I keep trying to buy uh, the Black old... Widow too, and it's not for sale. Oh, yeah, the old man in Chinatown has to give you the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gremlins. Yeah. It's the only way you can get it. Oh, uh, that's great. But today, yeah, have you heard of this movie that we're we're about to talk about? I got a tattoo. Oh. For this movie. Oh. <laughs> it says, I am. That's right. That's right. Justin's favorite movie of all time. I feel obligated to get a big Trouble Little China tattoo now. Nah, I, I know. definitely should. Like, challenge. It's on you now, Paul. I'll do it. I'll get full low pan back piece. Oh, <laughs> you watch. You heard it here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Last Dragon. Yeah. It was always a staple in our house, too. We watched it really young mm-hmm. because it was an HBO like classic. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, I couldn't tell you how old I was when I first saw yeah. it. I could just Was tell it you. through cable or was it a video VHS? I think it was cable. Um, but, I mean, that's the thing is like every single time it came on, I watched it all the way through. Yeah. You know, like it's just. It's so good. It's so and, ev- fucking everything good, about dude. this movie is so good yeah. from music all the way. And I mean, down don't get it. me wrong. It's I mean, it's cheese. You no, know no, I mean? it's, it's cheese. It's total cheese, but it is so much fucking fun, dude. And like, it's got breakdancing, yeah. kung fu, gangsters. It's like, on my top fifty without a doubt uh, on there. And it's weird enough. One movie that my 
my wife watched when she was younger mm-hmm. of all movies uh, to know. And she's like, I know this movie very well. And yeah. I play it here probably once a year anyways, where you could just play it anytime in the background and the music and the score. And it's just perfectly, perfectly done yeah. and completely unexpected, you know, because usually you, when you're, when you're going for a Kung Fu movie back in the early eighties, yeah. you were, stuck into a genre that you either liked or you hated uh with bruce lee movies and yeah. stuff and yeah. they it's similar with godzilla movies you know it's a genre that you like it or you don't like yeah, it and if true. you don't like it usually you strongly think it's I, stupid and i really like those. and i think last dragon's one of those films that has the elements of every good kung fu movie but it is completely enjoyable to any audience. absolutely yeah it's you know fun. where my girl could be watching it when she was probably eight or nine right and being like this is awesome yeah yeah and uh, it it's just brilliantly see i've got my cast list here too <laughs> it's really brilliantly cast from the top to the bottom mm-hmm. uh Tamek, is that how you say his name? I think it's Tymac. Tymac yeah. is our main guy, also uh, known as Leroy Green. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. <laughs> Bruce Leroy. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I can't tell you another movie was in. No. I No, I, and maybe in the trivia here, I, I've got some trivia that I'm going to talk about on here. Maybe I have something that he's been in, but I don't think so. He did some TV here and there, and he was completely likable and enjoyable in that part yeah now julius carey who played shonuff went on to do multiple things yeah and i always i think i watched him through the entire series of uh briscoe county jr without realizing it was him i don't think i knew that do do you know what that show is the adventures of briscoe county jr i love that show. yeah yeah the black guy that was with him wow yeah his partner not realize that's shonuff (laughs) wow dude yeah he doesn't look like shonuff in anything else yeah it well one he's got usually has hair cropped Close to his skull. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was and, able to completely get away from that role for oh, the yeah, most yeah. part. You yeah, know? for sure. And, uh, I mean, everyone probably kind of slipped in and out of that movie because it probably did not... I don't I don't know. Let me... Uh, I want to almost look at the budget and what it made. Uh, jump ahead and look at the budget. I have a feeling it wasn't much. Oh, no. See, this is good. This is one of those good things because oh, good. I, I've, I've gone through a bunch of these movies that we're going to be talking about and some are just sad. Oh, well, <laughs> you can tell one's... why jobs were lost, but at least people like us are going to give them life again. Right, yeah. Well, with this movie, the budget was $10 million and on opening weekend, it made 5.2. So oh, they knew nice. they were somewhat doing well and yeah. the worldwide gross ended up being $33 million. There I mean, this go. was a fucking See? big three times, made three times what it back cost. in 1980 I mean, you know yeah 85 85 yeah uh i continue with this cast because i love this uh I, I love the lead girl man i love vanity oh so yeah much, man. dude vanity i loved in everything she was in man action jackson those are the only two things uh, i think i've seen her in. no nah, she's been a purple rain she was great oh, in that's purple right, rain yeah what, what's another vanity movie Oh, damn, I know. I should have looked her up earlier. Yeah, Maybe you can check Vanity up. She died super young, man. So yeah. young. She was like 53 when she died. Uh, and Julius Carey's dead now, too. Shonuff's not with us. Yeah. Shonuff died a couple years ago. And Vanity also a couple years ago. Uh, she played Laura Charles in this, man. She was so good. I love the song Nasty Girls by her. Have you heard her uh, Nasty Girls song? E- uh, Vanity Six was her band. Right. And... She didn't do any big hits except for Nasty Girls, which a lot of people confuse with the Janet Jackson song. Not not the Janet Jackson Nasty Girls, the different Nasty Girls. Uh-huh. And the best way I can tell you what this song is, is how familiar are you with Beverly Hills Cop? 
I mean, pretty familiar. Uh, the scene when he is in the strip club with Taggett yeah. and uh, his partner there, and they're about to approach the guy and disarm him, the guy who's got the shotgun under yeah, his coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing a song. Uh, they're playing oh, really? the Eve 6, oh, uh, yeah. not Eve 6, Vanity 6 right, yeah. song by Vanity in the huh. background. Yeah, uh, I never knew so that. so great, man. Yeah, so check that out. Uh, Christopher Moraney, Mur- Murney, Christopher Murney. I don't think I ever knew his name. I'm gonna have to put that to memory once I can pronounce I have to it. Throw him on a <laughs> on a uh, character. Well, maybe not. He was well. He was in a few things. Eddie Arcadian, man, he was great in this. Yeah. Oh my god! Just like that really Officer, short. Me and my friend, <laughs> Mister <Mr>. Nuff. <laughs> he's so funny in every scene he's in. He just plays that like short guy with the Napoleon complex yeah. that wants to kind of surround himself with big dudes and just be a wise mouth. Well, what I loved him in, and he had one of the best endings in it, was Maximum Overdrive. He had a mustache, and he was the one that was creamed by the uh, by the, the semi at the very beginning. Really? Yeah, huh. in the middle of the street. Ah, uh, was so great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tune in to see Eddie Arcadian creamed. <laughs> uh, Mike Starr, love Mike Starr. Oh, he's man. great. Mike Starr's dude. great in everything. He's one of those character actors. I'm sure we've had him on a character actor pod in the past that you can just throw in him and his brother. You can put in like any movie, man. And I love him in like Dumb and Dumber, uh, Goodfellas, but as Rock, he was great. We always grew up with him as uh, as Rock. Yeah, Rocco. Yep. Uh, Faith Prince, she played Angela. She was great. She was just that that would be talent that hung out with Eddie Arcadian. Oh yeah, the dude. Two music videos that they made with her were so funny. Yeah. The headlights one. Oh my god. It just yeah. makes me laugh, man. Yeah. It's not oh, a bad oh, song. No, either, I man. mean you know, but yeah, it, it is funny. Yeah. What, oh. Isn't that one called like Nasty Boy? Uh, I, I think that's what, that what it is, or Dirty Boy. It's something like Maybe. that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great the lyrics. Listen to the lyrics the next time you hear that oh, song. It's so funny. Uh, Leo, uh, Leo Bryan, who played Richie Green. I don't think I ever saw him in anything else. No. Uh, I, I Glenn don't... Eaton played Johnny Yu. I'm not sure I know him from anything else either. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Now, after Johnny Yu, we got some Ernie Reyes Jr. here. Yeah, dude. And uh, we know about some Ernie Reyes Jr. because God. obviously we've seen him in shitloads of stuff. Yeah, dude. Uh, growing up, he's so he's one of my favorite like actors of all times. Just just he, because... he just started the business when he was like seven. Uh, yeah, I mean... dude. I, do you remember the show Sidekicks? He oh, was yeah. on. Oh yeah. yeah. I I think you're like the only person. Oh I yeah. Know Sidekicks that was a good show, show, man. Like, oh, was so good. But yeah, dude, he was, and. I, is his brother Johnny on the cast list? Do we have him? Uh, his brother is senior. Uh, Ernie Reyes Senior's in the uh, movie. Oh, really? Not his. Uh, uh, I don't think his brother. Oh, who, whose brother? Oh, you meant uh, uh, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Yu. Oh, he, Johnny Yu. Uh, okay. Uh, Glenn Eaton played Johnny Yu. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what he did previously to this, and just a couple of the other people. Well, there's some actually famous people in this movie that you kind of weren't knew you were familiar with. Obviously, Daddy Green and Mama Green were both uh, major actors in this, but do you remember who played his younger sister? Uh, no. Rudy from the Cosby oh, Show. Right. Really yeah, young Rudy, too. Chopsticks. Yeah. Yeah. Ke- Keisha, what is it? Uh, Keisha Knight uh, Pullum. Uh, she was great. Uh, Chaz Palminteri was in this movie. Yeah, it's just labeled as hood, hood number two. two. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And another person, uh, and he actually had a speaking role, and it was William H Macy. Yeah, I love he played that. like the hairdresser or he something, tried to get or the, like he was trying. So he owed. Eddie oh, that's Arcadian right. That's right. Money, 
And so he was trying to, he basically said like, look, you're going to get me a meeting with Laurel Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be problems. So that's what, that's his whole role was. I'm telling you, Laura, these are some bad dudes. So yeah, Ernie Reyes Jr.'s uh, seniors uh, was in the movie and he fought in that final fight with his son. Oh, the one really? his son was kicking his ass at the very end. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was his dad. That's awesome. So you have to. Uh, I know I have something about that on the trivia, and also Thomas Akita. I should mention too because he played the master. Oh, nice you know, dude. Who was awesome, man. I loved how kind of like jovial he was. Yeah, you know, and he was just kind of a likable dude. Yeah, absolutely. Now the. The director, like Barry Gordy, I definitely know. He was one of the producers. And Barry mm. Gordy did a lot of kind of producing back. I'm not sure. I think he did music as well. Right. But I think they... I think he was like Motown. Yeah, he? was that what it was? I'm pretty sure. I right? think they're doing a documentary about him, about Barry I, Gordy. I know Big Boy Or, or was, a movie about him. Either a movie Big or Boy, a big... Big Boy was in a, a like a TV movie. Okay. Um, I think he played him. Really? Um, yeah. I know the there's a, I know a there's a theatrical movie being made at some point with that. Now, this was filmed all in uh, Manhattan. Released March 22nd, 1985. That's interesting. All right. I just wanted to mention some because we're going to go through some of the uh, our favorite stuff, our favorite scenes, uh, and then we're gonna I'm going to talk about some of the crew, and then I'll go into some of the uh, the trivia. Dude. Well, let's go some of the crew first. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, oh, it's Motown. Motown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. I might even have. No, I don't. I've just got stuff on the director and the writer, composer. Uh, So the director, Michael Schultz, just to be familiar with his other material, he has done and looked like he had done a lot of work with Eddie, uh, not Eddie, uh, from the toy. From the toy? Richard Pryor. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Richard Pryor, because his other movies include Car Wash, Grease Lightning, and Bustin' Loose, which were all Richard oh, wow. Pryor films. Interesting. So he had done all those and, get this, The Disorderlies. Yes. So that he directed The Disorderlies. How, how? Which could easily, I think it's just Disorderlies, not The Disorderlies. Yeah. Uh, that will definitely be on Obsessed with the Obscure. Oh, yeah, Because please. there's nothing more obscure than the Fat Boys and the Disorderlies. We will Eat. be talking about that again. Eating sprouts. I, I own it. So nice. the only other uh, writing, uh, the the only other credit on here, if I hadn't heard about it, I didn't even put it on here. But I, I just kind of pinpointed a couple of their big things. The writer who wrote uh, The Last Dragon also wrote Bird on the Wire. Oh, really? Oh, on a wire. Sorry, I can't use my articles today. <laughs> <laughs> The composer, uh, Michelle Sigel, also composes scores for, get this, Ninja 3, The Domination. Nice. The Adventures of Pippi Longstocking, and Robert England's The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some obscure shit, man. That's great. You I'm, know, it's interesting. I was just talking with somebody about that movie the other day. Which one? The, the uh, Phantom of the, the Opera. The Robert England one? Yeah, yeah. 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 It was good. It was, yeah. I mean, no worse than any of the other ones. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to make a movie out of that. Uh so the cinematographer, I was excited about this cinematographer one, man. Uh, so James A. Cotner uh, was the cinematographer on this. He also shot Cruising with Al Pacino, but one of my favorite movie, Nighthawks, he oh, was wow. the cinematographer. Also Jaws 3D, Monkey Shines, and Let's Get Harry, which is an obscure movie that I'm totally got to find from. My, it, it is available through one of my connects. That sounds familiar. Let's Get Harry was a very similar to The Rescue, where it was like their POW friend. Uh-huh. Gary Busey was in it, and him and his, like, they were all like low level character actors, but they all went 
got together and they flew overseas to rescue one of their POW huh. friends. It was called Let's Get Harry. I used nice. to watch it on HBO, so I'm definitely going to get my hands on that. Uh, the, edit- the editor on this, Christopher Holmes, also edited Five Easy Pieces, which is a great Jack Nicholas, uh, Nicholson movie. Uh, also Car Wash, Grease Lightning, so that's where they got him from. Elvis, which I just got and I have not watched yet. Uh, I, I've seen it before. It's the John Carpenter Elvis mm-hmm. starring Kurt Russell as Elvis. Have you ever seen that? It's a no. TV movie. But they actually made a Blu-ray out of it. And, really? Uh, it was like one of John Carpenter's first movies. I think he huh. did Halloween and then Elvis is it for a, TV. Is it, it's a good like TV movie movie. About Elvis? Yeah, about Elvis. Huh. Uh uh, Kurt Russell plays Elvis. I'm not sure who plays the Colonel or who plays his wife, but Interesting. Uh, I got to rewatch it. I, I remember really enjoying it so much that I bought the Blu-ray. So <laughs> uh, he also uh, was the editor for Nighthawks, The Natural, Code of Silence, Bugsy, and The Patriots. So this very uh, kind of accomplished crew on this movie. Hell yeah! I mean, taking ten million dollars, they definitely got a good group of people behind there uh, behind them. Now, what? age do you say you were when you first watched this movie i mean i had if it came out in 85 i had to have probably been like eight you know what i mean maybe maybe nine yeah you know young though why trying to think how old i was oh okay yeah no i was just thinking yeah i must have been like seven or eight when i watched it's like the perfect age for this movie really yeah, no, it is. Dude. It really it is. is. And and it, I know it was still in the 80s when I saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so the music was still mm-hmm. right on point. Oh, with yeah. Rhythm of the Night. Come Rhythm on, of the dude. Night. Non-jump forward to this, this trivia question here. Golden Globe nominee for Best Original Song, Rhythm of the Night. So wow, they can officially dude. say Golden Go- uh, Globe nominee, yeah. The Last Dragon. Right. Yeah. I mean, in its name. So I would be saying that if I was the the creators on the film. Absolutely. Anybody who shits on it. Oh, you mean Golden Globe nominee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last Dragon? <laughs> you mean that Last that Dragon? That one? Yeah. Yeah. No, the music was great. And that was the first time they played, when they played the video on like MTV, that is like the kind of clips that they showed. I uh-huh. love that back in the day when, when it was a song that was on like when they played that Gooneyville song by uh by Cindy Lauper. We oh, just yeah, saw yeah, Goonie yeah. clips through the whole thing and right, all that stuff. Yeah. Even later when they did like Terminator Two, when they did the Guns N' Roses video. That's right. Yeah. And you got to see the Terminator oh, like, going through the concert. Yeah. It's awesome. I love when they were able to do that. I don't know if they do that anymore, but <laughs> so let's those not familiar with The Last Dragon, let's give them a little kind of recap kind of of some of the happenings in Last Dragon and the the main players and just all the situations. All right. Uh, Starting with, yeah, start, start right off with, uh, with Bruce, how do you say his name again? Bruce do you think? Leroy? Yeah, oh, but... Uh, uh, Ty Mac. Ty Mac. I think that's what it is. Hey, man, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with that. So tell yeah. us a little bit about Bruce Leroy. So, I mean, the very beginning is him in a training session and he's, you know, just like kicking ass and... As he's doing his training, the uh, his master is pulls out an arrow and like starts firing arrows at him. Yeah, and he fucking chops them in half, you know, before they can get to him. Really did it too. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, um, and there is one particular arrow that has like a, a tip to it, like a colored tip or something like mm-hmm. that that he has to catch, you know, and he finally fucking catches it and 
that like little does he know that 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 completes his training yeah and he's asking his master like what you know now what and he's like well now i'm going on a trip and he's like oh are you going to seek this that and the other mm-hmm. and like meditate and then he's like no i'm going to see my sister in florida <laughs> you know like, yeah. i love that shit uh and, he was he was very kind of he was even like a laxed mr miyagi yeah, you know even yeah. mr Mi- and mr miyagi was pretty laxed yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so he, you we know, literally get to see him on that last session. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see um, but he, and he even tells him like, look, the cycle is complete or whatever. And so, uh, Bruce Leroy just kind of like refuses to believe that, like, I know all that I need to know. Like, yeah. there's so much more. You Ready can to go to the next me. level. Yeah. You know, like to the glow. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Which is a big thing in this movie. The glow. Oh, it's so awesome. Um, and so he gives him this, like medallion and tells him to take it to uh and he says it too it's some dumb goy yeah some dumb goy yeah um <laughs> and that like he'll find the master there with all the wi- or all the wisdom he wants will be there you know and so that like starts off his journey to go and find the the new master and so one day he's at the movie theater which and- is the scene we'll be talking about oh nice dude. so you can you can talk about it but Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, but I, we'll I, talk about it. Yeah. Well, and so that's that's where Shonuff and yeah. his gang is introduced. So he's got to be a villain, man. Yeah. And uh, what a great charismatic villain he is. So show, Has his own crew. Shonuff. Shonuff. You know? It's like, so ingenious. Who, yeah. Whoever wrote this script, man, I yeah. mean, they thought out of the box. The Shogun of Harlem. The Shogun oh, of Harlem, man. It's fucking great, dude. And... It's just he's super charismatic where a whole groups of people just sit around and like watch him spout his bullshit. Yeah, and that's right. what it is, just bullshit. And he's got a crew of cronies that come along with him. But I guess the tale of the other martial arts experts in town kind of run rampant because he is he's certainly heard of Bruce Leroy. Yeah. 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 And. Catches, catches bullets, bullets with, with his, his teeth. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah. I mean, and at that point, I find it hard to believe that he ever did. I think that was a straight-up rumor at that point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think he, at that point, Bruce Leroy, and he ultimately does. He catches the bullet oh, in his teeth. So but great. not not at that point. So I'm wondering if that's just folklore that kind of unspread. Yeah. It's a shame that his brother wasn't on board with him, you know? Because yeah, his brother could have been one of his biggest champions. Uh, yeah, like he could have, he could have, like stoked the fire yeah. you know because his like, brother was kind of a dick yeah it, no, he was i mean or he was just like any other brother you know i'm doing my own thing i'm trying to get his brother was younger he, he was by, he like, was cool he his brother was cool but his brother just had very was very charismatic and had a way about him uh that he was gonna be a player and he didn't care how old the girl was yeah so much so that he was hitting on vanity yeah and he was probably 13 he, compared to uh Bruce Leroy, who was probably 19, something maybe. Like that, yeah. So they were probably four, four years apart, maybe, or something like that. But he was definitely had, Bruce Leroy had no game. None. No game no. whatsoever. He had been living the straight up martial arts yeah. life yeah. and was totally out he, of it. Other than Bruce Lee movies. I mean, yeah, he uh, he, he has even, no paintbrush. Yeah, no paintbrush. He, he had no paintbrush. He wouldn't even know what to do yeah. with it if he did. Yeah, that's you know? right. <laughs> I got no paint, man. What am I supposed to do? It's a shame too, because uh, because yeah, him and Vanity could have been hitting it off. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So, so Vanity's character, she she was like a music promoter. Yeah, and she basically was kind of like 
MTV's version of a VJ right. that was the host of like instead of uh, I can't think of a uh, a show on H uh, on MTV back in the day. M- Your MTV Raps the only one that comes to uh, mind, but that well, that would have fit like their uh, the was, live one that they did with Carson Daly. Yeah, the Carson Daly one yeah. was a big one. What was that? Or what called? was the? Um, they did the beach one too when it was spring break. What was the dance show? Uh, Soul Train. Yeah, Soul, like Train, Soul Train or you know? yeah American Bandstand. I guess is yeah. another one. She was the host on it and everything. So basically. Anything she put on her show would become the trend right. and big. Yeah. So everyone was pining over her. Uh, Laura, listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Yeah. So that's kind of where her element was, and that led us like seamlessly into the Eddie Arcadian character because he plays a shady promoter. Like I'm not even sure that there is any that's not shady. Yeah. But he was yeah. he was especially shady. He, was, I mean, he had a he fish was tank. King, in, yeah. He was Don King. Let's shady. talk about the fish tank in his oh, office. Man. I thought I told you to get rid of that thing. You also said keep it. Yeah, it man. might so, come in handy. So he is a shady, shady, doesn't represent any good acts whatsoever, has all his hopes hanging on. And, and it's not just music. Like, he had a failed kind of boxing promoter thing with Rock, the, yeah. the Mike Starr character. Yeah. And when that didn't work out, he's just Eddie's bodyguard now. Right. And they have this huge aquarium in Eddie's office, which has some sort of piranha-like... You never like, see what it you is. You never see what you it is. You just see a long but fin. You, but you assume it's like a like a mutated piranha yeah, or something. Yeah, because it eats like a whole fucking hog leg. Yeah, they stuck like a Fred Flintstone kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like a rack of rib thing in there and it just came off bone clean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and there's a great moment when I think that's one of our other video clips when uh, when he comes <laughs> for the rescue. Oh, he's cool, cool water. water. <laughs> Eddie gets his head stuck in that thing and my credit to uh, that actor, too. He sold it like he saw the oh, worst yeah. thing he oh, had yeah. ever seen in his life. Well, because his character knew. I love, get away from me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, yeah. The way she cried in this movie was so great. She yeah. was very underrated, I think, no, in this movie. No, she was good. She, she was really good yeah. in this movie. Uh, so, yeah, and we see one of her music videos and everything. So we find out Eddie really wants to pimp out this uh uh, what was her name again? The uh, cast before her character name was Angela. Yeah, uh, Angie Baby. Angie Baby. So yeah. he wanted to really p- uh, pimp Angie to Laura Charles, but she was garbage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Laura Charles' show is for a certain type of music, and this ain't it. Yeah, uh, but they were so desperate to get her that they were willing to threaten her, kidnap her, and just to get her to to be on the show. Yeah, William H. Macy. I wonder what happened to him because yeah. you never saw him again. Yeah, it's true. We did never see him <laughs> Oh, again. actually, you know what? He, in the end, he comes and he says, what am I going to do with your hair? So I guess he made it okay. I think that's a different actor. I don't think that was uh, William H. Macy. Interesting. Yeah, I think the, the guy at the end that we see is, uh, would you look at yourself? Yeah, that was a different guy. That oh, okay. was the, uh, the, the gay guy. Okay. Uh, so how, how did their paths initially cross? So um, she was getting kidnapped. That's right, and that's where uh, uh, Thug Number Two. Thug Number. Oh, that's, that's where Chaz comes he in? in. Yeah, oh, he's nice. the one. I remember now. He's the one that gets his head slammed in the door. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah I have to go back and rewatch and specifically look for Chaz Palmentary because it's so Dri- subtle that he driver goes side through. door, driver side door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I love the fact that I know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's your favorite movie. You should know these yeah. stupid details about it for sure. <laughs> if you got, if you got. The tattoo on your body. Right, you should yeah. know all if the I didn't facts. Know that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I'll I'll try to stump you on a couple of these trivia's and see if you know all of them. But 
Uh, some of them are deep, so we'll see. But that's when he drops the medallion. Yeah, and that's she true. Picks it up, and that's why he has to go find her again. And yeah. so puts a ribbon on it and everything. I mean, bitch ain't gonna just bring you a mixtape if she don't like you. Come on, man. <laughs> that's her version of it. She brings. She puts a ribbon on that thing, and she's really macking hard on him when yeah. she. Uh, how does she find him? What do you mean? So he comes back. He comes back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and then that's um, where they kind of have their their whole thing but he rescues her at that point he goes to eddie's thing and rescues her and that's yeah. the scene we'll we'll be talking about kind of a little bit more in depth when we watch the uh that actual clip but it's such a good scene man i can love this movie yeah it's so good man <laughs> and that was like the first time we got to see him in like almost like a ninja-esque gear too yeah. and he's he's a badass yeah, i mean he dude. knows his shit he's got those little i'm not sure pipes. what his kind of knowledge was before the movie i know julius carey didn't have hardly any knowledge of any martial arts at all i'll tell you though dude like because he's, he's so He's big, big and lanky. He's big. Like he does, I, I honestly think it's called like a donkey kick. You know, yeah. where or like, it's not a hitch kick. There's no <laughs> way he wasn't loosely based on the character, the Enter the Dragon, yeah. uh, Jim Brown mm-hmm. character. I think they tried to get him. Actually, it's not like the same Jim Brown, obviously, as the uh, the football player, right? Yeah. Uh, but the the guy from Enter the Dragon. I think they tried to get him to play Shonuff's character. Shonuff was several different people, and I've got lists of them on here. I'll who, tell you, who was I, on there? I but couldn't picture no, anybody else. No, he, he's perfect Ugh. for it. You could tell that the second he came in and he put that fro on, and he just had that charisma like what we jumped over the scene where he shows up at the dojo looking for leroy too and it's another great scene where like johnny tries to kind of like face up against him and everything too and then uh he gets taken down and string bean rick james looking (laughs) (laughs) oh such a fun fun movie man and uh, some of the other great scenes, and the ending is the big one we'll talk about. We're gonna oh. we're gonna go through Leroy versus Show Enough because that's that's the ultimate thing. It just leads up to it. I mean, when the glow happens, yeah. Bro, when the like, glow happens, when the it, it just it's a whole it's, other fucking. It's level, so great, bro. man! It yeah. it had a perfect three act structure. Yeah. It really, really did. When you're watching it, it's it's a fully enjoyable from beginning to end flick. Yeah. And you don't have to be into martial arts movies. Like I said, no, I can understand. It's just a fun movie. It's like, I can understand when I'm sitting here watching I Just Got Game of Death, which is probably my favorite Bruce Lee movie. I really mm. love Game of Death. It's such a great one. That one. That's the one where he's in the yellow jumpsuit. Oh, uh, and okay. He, he's really good. Yeah, man. I don't think I've ever seen that oh, one. You should, I know you should definitely got Famous, check it out yeah, i know that's a really famous that and enter the dragon are probably my two favorites but i love fist of fury and chinese connection which yeah. got a lot of play in this movie yeah it got a good jump from this because yeah. i remember specifically looking looking for it once i saw this movie too I, yeah this definitely taught me what uh chinese connection was yep you know yeah like, it, this never movie heard is it. probably what got me into bruce lee movies to be honest with it you. could be yeah but, because uh, they played two Bruce Lee movies, if not three. Did oh, they, there was a few of them. Did yeah. they do a collage when she made that collage? Yeah, she, that's her mixtape right yeah, there. Look at that shit, look at man. That this, shit, dude. this chick tried hard, yeah, man. Bro. You shouldn't have to try that hard to get Vanity, man. Yeah. <laughs> Vanity was like really smoking in this movie, man. Um, sure looked like yeah. a master to me. Yeah, oh, <laughs> come on, you. man. Uh, She's so good. I've seen her in so much, and that always comes back to Laura Charles. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Uh, but yeah, I think I know Chinese Connection was one of the movies that he got excited about when she played him. Yeah, at the yeah he, he said it out loud. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's why I knew yeah. about it. Uh, I'll have to look at the end credits. I bet they just list all the brute. They'll have. Oh, I they bet would they have do. to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
I don't think they show any uh, Game of Death on there, but I love that one. But like I said, when I was watching Game of Death the other day, I got why it's not for everybody. You know, it's it's you got to be into martial arts movies to like other martial arts movies. You, you need to be into Godzilla films. You like yeah. one Godzilla movie, you'll like them all. Yeah. But you have to like one of the original ones. Right. I mean, other people now, it's more palatable. People can watch Godzilla versus Kong. You tried to play some of the old Toho stuff for them. I'm still mad at that movie. Uh, you're still mad at which one? Godzilla versus Why? Kong. I can't say it because it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler? Well, yeah. you'll have to tell me afterwards. Hasn't that movie been out long I, I love that fucking spoiler movie. Spoiler alert, Oh, man. yeah, no, I, I hate the fact that Kong gets the shit kicked out of him. But oh. I knew that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I knew it was going to happen. That poor gorilla gets all the shit into <sighs> the state. I know, dude. See, the Just... battery takes a nosedive off the Empire State Building. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's right. how he dies in all the other ones. I know. Like, that's uh, why my cousin won't watch a straight-up uh, King Kong remake anymore. He he's he'll, And he puts it beautifully. He says, I can't watch that poor bastard die in the street anymore. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> it's like uh, Rocky Four or Rocky Five. You yeah. know, the street fight. And just like, oh, God, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go in some of the trivia here, and then we'll jump in and we'll watch some of these scenes, man. Absolutely. All right, so like I said... Golden Globe nominee, best original song, Rhythm of the Night, DeBarge. And they got to play in the movie, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was just their song playing during the credits, which is how a lot of those Golden Globe no, nominees No, they had work. like a full-on, I think the whole song might play. Yeah, yeah it, it might very well. It's at least a full minute and a half. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Uh, also, the uh, the opening training uh, sequence, we talked about that, Ariel Chop was a real stunt. Took two hours to get right. Wow. Yeah, it's so crazy. And you could tell, I mean, he's fully on screen. You'd have to, it's the only way to do that type yeah. of thing is to actually have him do it. So yeah. I guess let's just no, try this shit. Time Mac, he's the real deal, yeah. bro. Like, he's, uh, however, Ernie Reyes Jr. did just get a kidney transplant. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to him. Hope he's doing well. That's awesome. Uh, when filming started, Julius Carey did not practice any form of martial arts, like That's we had insane, mentioned. It's dude. really wild. Uh, in 1997, Buster Rhymes parried the character Shonuff in his music video for Dangerous. Huh? I never knew that. So I we're, never we're definitely going to have to pull that up and yeah. watch that because huh. uh, I had no clue about that either. And I love that song. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know the song. Yeah, unless I do, and I just don't know it. Know that I know it. <laughs> uh, the song Rhythm of the Night went to number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the Billboard R&B charts. Wow, dude. Yeah, so that must have helped the movie a little bit. So here's some of the people that auditioned for Leo Green. Mm-hmm. Leroy Green, uh, not Leo. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Denzel Washington, Mario Van Peebles, and Wesley Snipes. All auditioned wow. for the character of Leroy Green. That's That would have been interesting as hell to see that. I can't imagine any of them in there no but i mean probably mario Mario or wesley probably i could see when they were young i'd like to see Lawrence fishburne but because wesley you're gonna have to think pre-major league oh pre-major league yeah dude i mean he was skinny so yeah that would have been wild uh so some of the people that all auditioned for the role of shonuff was jim brown jim kelly fred uh williamson uh Fred Williamson is the guy from uh, the black guy from from Dust Till Dawn. Oh yeah, the big yeah, black yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, Jim Kelly might be the one I'm thinking of from Enter the Dragon. To be honest with you, I think it's Jim Kelly who's also a fo- NFL player, football player's name. Yeah, uh, I think Jim Brown is the real Jim Brown. Uh, and Billy D. Williams all auditioned for the role. I'm surprised they didn't give it to Billy D. Williams. Dude, because... think about Lawrence Fishburne and Billy D. Williams. 
That would have been <laughs> that would have been insane, dude. Billy D. Williams could have done it too back in the day. This was his time, and I'm surprised they didn't go with him because he has a straight up connect with the uh, I don't know who did Nighthawks on here. The editor, well, I guess that's not too much of a connect. Uh, Leroy wears the same jumpsuit as Bruce Lee uh, Lee wore in the Game of Death. Yeah, so that is the same. The opening, right? That's the opening probably, scene. Um, the opening scene is where he's wearing yellow. No, he. Maybe in that one, but it's when he's oh, at his you're gym. Right. You're right. When he's at his gym. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I think at the beginning. Kiss my converse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tymek had no previous acting uh, experience. This was his first thing he ever did. That's awesome. And he was good. No, I mean, he, he was, was good. dude. Julius Carey is 6'5". Wow, dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. You could tell, man. Oh, yeah. That's dude. what I'm talking about. When he's the doing that kick, difference. I mean, he doesn't need to be even it's close to you. <laughs> the kick when he leans down and puts his hands on the ground yeah. and does a backwards kick with one leg, dude. Like, I know yeah. he's generating power in that. It does, like, yeah. Man. And having a reach is a thing. You know, you, yeah, you want to reach. You don't want to have to get that yeah. close because that guy is not going to reach you. Uh, so Leo O'Brien, who played Richie, is the younger brother of Guy O'Brien, better known as Master Gee from the rap group The Sugar Hill Gang. Gang. No shit. So, so Leroy's brother, the the kid who had all the game, yeah. is the younger brother of of Master Gee from the Sugar Hill Gang. Interesting. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, shot in forty four days. It seems pretty respectable. Yeah. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. has an extended fight scene with his real-life father, Ernie Reyes Sr., in the movie. That's so, so it must cool. be when you're watching it, it's the one he fought the most. Probably yeah. the last guy. It's probably the one he breakdances to. Yeah, maybe yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, after He does the worm and then kicks him in the balls. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Uh, you know, my dad yeah. in the balls. <laughs> After leaving show business, Vanity became a well-respected Christian evangelist under her real name of Denise Matthews. Was this before or after she got topless in Action Jack? Before she st- showed uh, she, had, she had several titty scenes <laughs> in movies, for sure. So, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, she was... And I mean, she was beautiful all over, but I thought she had a beautiful face, man. Oh, yeah, no, she's her gorgeous. Her face was gorgeous, gorgeous, man. Dude. Yeah. yeah, I even love her hair. Yeah, in, she in was. This movie. Uh, she was great. She was definitely one of my childhood crushes from this film, specifically. Uh, Faith Prince, who played Angela, was nominated for Tony for her role in Broadway's Guys and Dolls. Oh no! Shit. So she's re- she's legit. Huh. I mean, when she's in this too, just playing goofy. Yeah, uh, I've seen her in other stuff. And this was an interesting thing because I had mentioned this in passing from the previous episode uh, in Dreamscape, but the it happened in this film apparently too that the film was significantly censored in the UK due to the laws banning nunchucks and scenes. Really? The fuck bans nunchucks and scenes? I don't get that at all. That, That's so weird. Where's that law come from? I don't know if it's worse to ban those or for George Lucas to be able to put extra things in <laughs> No, movies. the George Lucas one's neither, obviously worse. Neither one make any sense at all. Like, that's true. It, it, uh, that's that's weird, man. Yeah, dude. Huh. Well, that's it for my trivia. Pretty cool. That was interesting. I say we go into the, watching some of these clips, man. So we got three clips that we're going to play. First, we're going to watch the uh, the movie theater, the slash show enough intro. Fucking love it. Uh, it's like six minutes long. And then we're going to watch Leroy Rescues Lara, which is like uh, four and a half minutes long. And then we're going to do Leroy versus show enough, nine and a half minutes yeah. long. And these, these are the great scenes, man. These are three of my favorite scenes in here. So let me see if I can cue this up. I'll keep us live here. Justin, entertain us. So all right, we're done. We're all right. <laughs> Didn't take long. So yeah, if you're if you're listening or watching this at home, and I'm not sure 
I'm not sure what Last Dragon is available on. Usually, I I have it on DVD, so I don't know yeah. if it's a a Netflix movie or something. So check up, look on the and I I have touted this app before, but everyone should get it too. It's called Just Watch, and it's an awesome app where you type in any movie and it will tell you every platform it's playing on. Oh, that's cool. It's really handy, and I I go into that platform at least several times a week to find out where things are. So if you can find Last Dragon, cue it up to the uh, the movie theater scene, which is seven minutes and six seconds in, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it, and we'll, uh, we'll see what's going on here. Oh, That's great. <laughs> <laughs> the Shogun of Harlem <laughs> has returned. All right. So we're watching. Oh. They're still going into that. See, that's I love Enter the Dragon. Every time I watch this, it makes me want to watch Enter, Enter the Dragon. Oh yeah, dude, or any Bruce Lee movie. Like, this is so great. This is so oh, they must have got bolo. permission for a whole lot. It's yep, they saw the bolo scene. Yeah. Pap. Oh man. Yeah. God, he was fast, dude. It's crazy that this was well after this movie came out. I think in '85, so they must be just playing it in like a local movie theater yeah yeah during the absolutely. day and the whole well, packed packed movie theater man this was very popular you know <laughs> this is this whole movie theater is filled with representations of the 80s oh yeah absolutely. And like every kind of person from the 80s as a matter of fact they just brought out a boom box and uh. are starting a break dancing competition Every woman looked like Pat Benatar or Madonna. Yeah. Yep. No matter what race you were, Asian girls had that Pat Benatar hair. I love the how they. There's a lot of great character actors here that we've seen in a lot of other kind of uh, all different movies. I love the mirroring between the two movies. Oh yeah, and movie theater scenes are easy to do because it's all just one big set. I mean, do you think, I, I suppose it's just as easy to do it in a movie theater, but if they wanted to, they could recreate this whole set. So oh, Shogun has entered the picture. I, I love how his cronies all have like a thing they do. Yeah. You get on the left side, I'll get on the right. Right. And he's got like this huge coat. <laughs> Am I the meanest? Oh. Show enough. It's so great around this town. that he's wearing literal lion skin. Yeah. I love how amused Leroy Brown is yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. I would, those, I'm surprised those shades never became uh, popular. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> that hair, man. I love it, dude. He's just such a, <laughs> I love that. Everyone in the movie theater knows who this is. Yeah. They know what this is all about, and they know it's just fuck their day off. Yeah, right? Nobody's nobody's even saying a word. I guess it's part of them that are like, oh, maybe he'll just sit down and watch the film. Yeah. <laughs> but this little, and he was, but this little kid just said, I know who could beat you. <laughs> I got him. I got him, show. I got him, show. Little nine-year-old kid getting held up by his coat. Oh, Bruce shit. Leroy. How you put me on the spot like that? It's like being in school. My brother could kick your brother's ass. Yeah, what? what? <laughs> well, now we got to fight. And now we got to fight. Because <laughs> this little kid said something. You're right? <laughs> I love the fact that that's how easily they explain who he is. Yeah. He's like, that's the only guy that stands between show and total supremacy. Like, ugh. It's cool that they get that across to people that he is a badass. Yeah. Or the rumor is. 
unfazed by Shonuff's bullshit. Dude, but he's what huge, is. though, man. I mean, I, I mean, can see. It makes me want to shit my pants, and I'm on the couch. Yes. So. <laughs> he's not, like, super jacked, but he's cut up for such a tall oh, yeah. guy. You know, like, do you see the size of his fist to Bruce Leroy's face oh, right yeah, there? Yeah. Like, Yeah, his hands are huge. Bullets with his teeth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the outfits they put him into. That's great, bro. It's Same like way. it's like a, a samurai getup. I have heard rumors, and if you look on IMDb, there is a listing for a new The Last Dragon. There's been one forever. Yeah, like in production or yeah, something. Well. So someone owns the rights to it. Yeah, and they could re- redo it. I have, would have. I would like to see it as a TV show or something like that, and then actually make it into a TV show. I'd love to see Kevin Hart and The Rock do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> How great would that oh be, God. dude? That would be funny. Yeah, I would love to do that than Big Trouble Ochina. Yeah, hey. I would definitely totally do Last Dragon. Well, there's always some I, people. I love the, the dude in the pink crop top. Halter top. Halter top, yeah. Like, Full belly exposed. Yeah. And we're not talking about that? Well, <laughs> why doesn't that shut down this whole thing? <laughs> like, what the hell is that guy wearing? Yeah, and so now, now Shonuff is fighting the entire movie theater. Yep, one by one, one by the one. tough motherfuckers come up. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, and like brutally rips his hair like, out. Oh, ah. that's a big chunk of hair. Yeah, too. that's a huge chunk of hair. Uh, your your skull's bleeding right ah, now. And to that. be able to oh. have this, he's having a fight right like. In front of the Bruce Lee movie. Whatever theater this is, there's a stage. Yeah. You know, which isn't obviously how it is at most movie theaters. And a balcony that people get to jump off right? of. Sort of fight right in front of the Enter the Dragon kind of thing. Oh, shit. Someone got a shot in yeah, his show, right? though. I mean, his back was kind of somewhat turned. Oh, this move right here. Boom. Oh, not an easy thing to do, especially at 6'5". Yeah. That just leap Throws the ground right in, up to your feet. Right into an ankle hole and <laughs> bites the Achilles. Bites his Achilles. Yeah. Who the hell does that? I'll get you, Leroy. Ah. <laughs> uh, I find myself getting sucked in it. Yeah. Forgetting we're commentating. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Was, All right, that's yeah. the end of that clip. Now I'm going to lo- uh, load us up with the... Uh, the rescue of Laura Charles. All right. Yeah. So the perfect way to go into this is with Angela's song. See, this was one of them. I like the other one even better. The other one was with the uh, the headlights on her boobs. Yeah. But this is the one they're actually, I guess they chose this as the big one. Yeah. I'm you know, t- it's so Dirty they, Boy. So they've kidnapped Laura Charles and they're making her just like watch the video thinking that she's going to be like, oh, my God, thank God you kidnapped me. Right. This is amazing. I can't believe I got so lucky Where to it's have total this trash. in my lap. She kind of reminds me of Julie Brown. Do you remember Julie Brown on oh, MTV? Oh, yeah. Not yeah. downtown Julie Brown, which there oh. was two Julie Browns on MTV. One remember, was downtown Julie Brown. Downtown. And she was a cool, like, uh, black chick. Yeah. The other girl looked just like Angela. Oh, And she really? was very crass, and she had her own show, and huh. she was, she was kind of nasty. But that was her gimmick. She was a comedian. Interesting. Uh, and she was on uh, MTV all the time. The we used to call her just the other Julie Brown. <laughs> um, I, I love Laura Charles is trying her best not, not to laugh. Not to just laugh in their face. Like, and they did it to be cheesy, obviously. Oh yeah. I mean, and my God, man, that 
And I love that Eddie's friends are all like lap boys. Yeah. Yes. It was now, amazing. Now, what do you think? Did I do you a yeah. favor or did I do you a How favor? How surprised they are where she knocks it right here. <laughs> no, no. Not playing your shit. No. I love how he's like this mini gangster. Right? Like, who are you being tough around? <laughs> he's got money to have all these people. Is Chaz in the room right now? Who? Chaz Palminteri, I wonder. Uh, no, no, no. It's He was just the guy on the street, I guess. It's He wasn't part of his crew? It's the different kidnapping. Oh, it's a different kidnapping. Yeah. But it's part of his crew, though. It's part of Eddie's crew. It was part of his crew, yeah. But it's there's. Guess he's kid- not big enough to be in for the the for premiere of the video, right? <laughs> yeah. Um... What's interesting is, so their intent was to stick her head into the aquarium. Do you I guess think? I think so. Well, no, he's he's gonna let her go. I think. Really. I thought things were going to get hairy right before Leroy came in. Oh, yeah. No, I think you're right. You're right. I, I'm, not, I'm wondering what they were going to do to her. So right oh. before they did something, yeah. Leroy, full ninja gear, just busted the door. It does not look like him. You know, you think that you see someone's eyes and you can immediately know who he is. Right. You really can't tell that that's uh, Tamak or however you say his name. So, yeah, just... Dude. Oh man, see he he shows he's the great, skills dude. here, man. Like, ah. <laughs> I love it. he's he's totally got that Bruce Lee vocal. Like, yeah, I'm gonna make the noise. Even Mike Starr's kind of like scared. That's great. Dude. Mike Starr's a he's, big motherfucker, man. He's good with that Kenpo stick. This too. water too, how dirty this water is in that aquarium that right? they're gonna stick his head in. <laughs> I love it. he's like I did not sign up for this shit, and he looked <laughs> like he had some moves. Yeah, he had some martial arts in him. Yeah. But oh, but not I guess as he good. Just busted his Someone's spleen. always not as good as the other guy, you know? Right? That's so great. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I almost kicked Angela in the teeth. Uh, how he manhandles. The, the fact that he emasculated him in front of everybody is yeah. the whole reason the third act happened. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It, it really is. If he hadn't have done it, maybe it would have gone away. Yeah. But. Oh, and now you've oh. been demasked. I'm wondering why more people don't do that too. You know, <laughs> yeah. the, the, because he just demasks him, and we see that it's Leroy Brown underneath the outfit. And then he just... goes to dunk him in the tank. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, and all he did was stick his head in it for two seconds. Yeah. And he looks like he saw the most horrific monster in the world. <laughs> and the way Laura looked at him. Uh, Eddie's not the only one who got wet off this whole situation. <laughs> you could have had her this night, Leroy. Yeah. I'm just saying. This was the best foreplay that you could ever... <laughs> this was... You You started your canvas. You, you painted the background. It, it would have been an easy, easy kind of uh, go. I love she's trying to just baby Eddie. Yeah. But you're all wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you and can see it in Eddie. He's he, gone over the deep end at this point. Oh, so good. Yeah. All right, we'll pause it here. She even brought him back to her house. Come on, I I I, I gotta jump forward now just because I can't I can't go on with Leroy having zero game whatsoever. His brother could have done him a lot of work if he just sat him down. All right, so we're gonna jump to some Leroy versus Shonuf. Oh, this is the big one. Best scene of the movie. Oh, just his his entrance here. Where he pushes those doors open. Look at the open. size of that doorway he's standing in with his arms. Such a good outfit to put him into. They got him in the complete re- red outfit. So at this point, Leroy has already kicked the shit out of everyone that Eddie hired. At, at least 50 people. Yep. 
And Eddie still has Laura Charles. She's kidnapped. His brother's behind, like, this locked gate. So it literally just Leroy and Shonuff who are just going to have it out here, man. Ugh. Now I feel like uh, a UFC fighter now. We can do some, like, fight yeah. commentating now, too, because the next kind of couple minutes is some shit, man. I mean, look at the He's size got him difference. by size, too. Yeah. He certainly has to be scared of him just from that alone, look you know? Look at how fast he is to be so big. Yeah, they practice this shit, yeah. too, man. They This is not phoned in by either of these guys. Oof. That's not sped up. No. Julius is fast. He's fast, He's dude. really fast. I mean, he's really the only comp- real competition that Leroy's ever had, too. Yeah. To be honest, if, if you haven't seen this movie and you're wondering what Shonuff looks like, just think about Snoop Dogg's yeah. size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, slim, tall, lanky. That's a very good example. He is definitely Snoop Dogg. I would see Snoop Dogg needs to come as a Shonuff. If he doesn't go as Shonuff for Halloween, uh, he, right? all he would need is that outfit. I'm telling you, dude. He's probably got that hair. He takes him out of the fucking <laughs> uh, rose, man. Oh, man. They just filmed him really well. You could tell they filmed him at a Dutch uh, angle yeah. all the time. Yeah. Just to, like... Make him look like a giant. Yeah, he looks like a giant. Yeah. I think this... And that... I love that. That's an editing trick right there. He just looked to the right, and it made us think that he was seeing Leroy's brother. Right. Like, nearby. Yeah. But probably wasn't. It was a really cleverly done. You could tell that somebody who knew what they were doing was editing this shit. I bet they just hired a camera person that was just like 5'4". Yeah, I mean, that's one way of doing it, but uh, Dutch angles are very specific in movies. I love too. this part. So, oh, so he, he gets a good move on me. He yeah, knocks the he knocks fuck out of Shonuff. He knocks him out, for sure. Yeah. And that was just like, what, he kicked him straight in Through the chest. Through a door. Yeah, yeah, just knocked the wind out of him, really. Don't take your eye off yeah. the enemy. Well, that's you the, never learned that's anything the moral. from movies? That's, and he's just disappeared, bro. He's straight ninja he's t- out of there. He's totally. Dude. He's like Michael Myers, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take your eyes yeah. off Michael. Oh, but, <laughs> th- yeah, but this is, I got something real for oh. you in these hands. I love the music here, man. Yeah. This is the first time we have not seen the glow up till now, yeah. too. So it's a it's kind of a thing that we had heard just once at the beginning with the master, or we heard him talk about it. He talks about it one time. Oh, look at it! Oh, so they red. did some great special effects on where they just basically outlined Shonuff's forearms and hands. Yeah, with and they're red, glowing, glowing red, uh, uh, red. Really well done. I'm not. I mean. The, no, it, it has to have been well. like animation or something. I mean, this is 85. I mean, there's only so many things they could have done that. Laura Charles's legs go from her ass all the way to the ground. <laughs> if you're not, <laughs> if you didn't know. That's, I have to paint the picture for the audience. It, it, I love they do the effect on the ground and yeah. in the air. No, this the is shadowing like some, is great. Like, some Tron effects type shit. So, Ugh. but it doesn't date it a whole hell of a lot. Now, yeah, so Shonoff's just whooping say, ass. Who's the master? You say, show enough. Elvi says it like a straight up monster villain. Yeah, you know? dude. and how he's looking at him, where he's got one eye which is completely open, and one eye is like almost completely shut. Yeah, he just looks like a Ugh. madman. Love yeah, I mean that's like, that's a... right here. Oh yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's just one big move after another. Kick to the head, kick to the chest, and Eddie is just standing off to the side and joining oh, the show. Man. He's just loving it. I'm not it. sure what Richie th- thought he was going to do here. 
he he totally is. He's like that little scrappy dog from the Looney Tunes cartoons that doesn't realize he's so small. Yeah. He's gonna get his ass kicked. Let me at him. Yeah, let me at him, boss. Let me at him. Oh, for all the ladies out there. Yeah. And the gentleman admirers. <laughs> Tyre Mac is now half naked. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just worried about a better view. Right. Come on, let's go. Let's go. I mean, he paid for it. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm wondering what he paid Show Enough to do it or if Show Enough did it for free. I bet you Show Enough did it for free. Ah, uh, so this water vat that he br- brings Leroy over to was always kind of a big kind of Ugh. moment in the movie. So Show Enough is dipping his head under the water. This is the moment I got the tattoo for. So yeah, he just it's it's like the uh the moment in uh I love how I love the flashback. They do dude. some flashbacks of Leroy thinking throughout his whole kind of movie uh, here. All the moments in the movie that kind of brought him to this situation that would give him strength. Yeah, that was his opening gear. He sees his master. He sees he sees those guys at the fortune cookie factory. Yeah. <laughs> Which was another great scene we didn't mention. Soul brother number yeah. one. Got to do it for Laura, man. Yeah. She's right there. What do you think is going to happen to Laura? It's called a train. <laughs> you got to get her. Takes him out of the water, asks him yeah. again, who's the master? Oh. He says, oh. I am. Catches the oh, punch, catches his, and starts to glow like oh, it's so like a gold, great, yellowish dude. gold glow. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> and Eddie Arcadian just drops shit like. Oh, oh it's show enough. So Let me go, great. motherfucker. Yeah, show enough to know what the hell. To and think. look, oh, and then he does the Bruce Lee thing. We used to do this. We used to just oh, move yeah. our hands like Absolutely. that. Pretend. It's like you're on acid watching this. Yeah. <laughs> No, Eddie's a little concerned. Maybe I should uh, watch from the from the balcony a right. little bit more. Oh yeah, I love it's like the it's... first time Leroy's looked like real. Yeah, and it's the first time Shownuff's ever doubted himself. And, and he, now, and his glow now his is glow flickering. Is I love that they yeah. do that flickering move. And ah, oh, just oh, the effects, The reverse man. kick on that is just amazing. If they remake that and they don't do the whole glow thing, I'll oh, no, be they, extremely they, disappointed. I'll, I'll write the company. <laughs> you would, you'd be surprised. How I much will carry those shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I wish so they. Great. I, it would have been great to see the cast stay alive. This is the type of thing that would have been great revisited as a sequel. Well, I mean, like shit. they can bring him back. He's yeah, and, still alive. And I mean, Shonoff could be getting out of prison right about now. Yeah. Know? Well, Julius Char. He's dead though. Julius. Well, dead. I know. So I meant like the real actors coming back, like Creed style, the way Stallone did. Oh well, I think Ernie Reyes Jr. and, and Ty Mac is Ty the only Mac ones could left. do it though as the master. Yeah, you know, no, he's they could do shape. that angle. Is have you seen him lately? Is he uh, in the last he look few good? years? Yeah, I he, love that. This is how great he is of a of a dude too. Yeah. So he kicks Shonuff in the water instead of letting him die. He pulls him out and kind of drapes his arm over it. And then Eddie Arcanian pulls out a forty-five. Uh. Oh man, oh. and that's so in. This so tracks with Eddie being such a dick that I'm just going to shoot you point blank. And that bullet, he does it, man. That Takes bullet the fires. Oh. Puts and Leroy down. It was a great... Vanity and the, the kid really reacted well because they both think that his brother and the girl that loves him just witnessed the guy they like murdered right in front yeah, of them. Yeah, getting shot in the head. And then being laughed at by this scumbag. Yeah, go back and watch Maxim Overdrive. It completely changes his look with the mustache. That's interesting. It's a full, thick-ass mustache. And he, he looks just as much like a scumbag. I mean, he plays a scumbag well. And he kicks Leroy uh, over, and the music comes in. Oh. And he turns his head, and he catches the bullet with his teeth. 
Yeah. Oh, it's not just a myth. That motherfucker can do it. I love so how great. Eddie is so amazed by it. He, yeah. All he can think of is like, we'll make a million dollars. You got to come work with me. I've, I've never, never seen, seen anything, anything like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just hangs his weasel ass up by this hook. And there's just no way you can even get down from it. Oh, man. The cops show up, and then there's your line, man. Yeah. I love this line here. <laughs> My friend, Mr. Nuff. Officer, thank God you're here. Oh, Laura wants you again. You need to she's satisfy biting, this woman tonight, bottom man. lip, bro. Come on. No, oh, let's see. Is it yeah, William yeah. H. Macy? No, no you're that, right. You're guy, right. Yeah. So I, I guess just... he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, man. We'll pause this here. Sure. Final thoughts. Ugh. Ah, so good, man. That is such it's a such great a movie. rewarding ending. It's yeah. exactly how you want it to end, you know. And I, I'm disappointed we never got a sequel. If they had, and they made that much money, yeah, you know, yeah, they should have went right back in 1986. Had them go back. They didn't kill off any of their characters. Right. Shonuff could have come back. Shonuff would have been a badass. They could have done Cobra. They should really do this Cobra Kai style. Uh, Have you yeah. been watching Cobra Kai? No. I haven't seen it. So yeah. I, it's, I, what are they on season so three now? Yep. Season four starts on New Year's Eve. I got so much catching up. New Year's Eve. We'll go Daredevil first. But gotta, Cobra Kai yeah. should definitely be on the list. They're both available to you I, on platforms. You I've heard nothing too. but good things. About which? But both probably. Yeah, yeah but, pretty but much. But Cobra Kai is amazing. Yeah. And they're, this new season, they're bringing back that, that asshole with the ponytail from number yeah. three, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's I'm good. telling you that I, I, I say it, but the, I mean, if you just listen to this, and I guess this, this does track with a kung fu type uh, situation, but uh, never in a million years. Karate Kid's one of my favorite movies of all time. Definitely top 10, if not top five. I love Karate Kid. And I never in a million years would have told you I would have been rooting hardcore for Johnny Lawrence. For Johnny, yeah. And rooting against Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, I so think that's a to, great To twist. be able to do that to a diehard fan, yeah. it tells you a lot. Right. So, so check it out. It's amazing. It's really well, well done. And it keeps to that flair of still a kid show, but it's great for adults. And it's, it's, it's just a fabulous, fabulous show. I'm glad that I watched it on YouTube Red, so I'm glad that they yeah, eventually went to Netflix where people can actually see it. Yeah. So it was really good. But yeah, it's disappointing we're not going to see. I mean, if it's on IMDb as someone in production, it just means that somebody owns the rights to Last Dragon and it's going to be made. It's I'm probably not, Barry Gordy. Uh, Barry Gordy or whoever's getting his uh, his catalog of stuff. So yeah. I'm going to look into that uh, that documentary movie or the movie about him because mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard, he he loved like. Led like a really crazy life. Yeah, it just is. happened to produce some uh, some big movies. So I'm all in, man. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, man. I'm still I go I dip back into the pool a lot. I own like uh, I think I did my <clears throat> I got DVDs all ready to file over here. <laughs> Since my wife's gone for uh, Christmas, I kind of organize a whole bunch of my stuff. And my DVD count is like 2,744 movies right now. Wow, dude. And I double dip into a lot of these movies if like a really good version comes out on Blu-ray or mm-hmm. something like that. And they do not have an absolutely fabulous version of The Last Dragon available on no, Blu-ray No, it all yet. looks the same. Uh, <clears throat> no, and I'm not worried more about that. I want the special edition that has commentaries on it, isolated music scores, oh, yeah. interviews with all these people, documentaries that they may have filmed filmed back in the day they could pack this full with stuff if it's available i think the blu-ray or the dvd has uh, it might have trailers on it and that's about it it doesn't have anything and it's well deserved yeah. to have a good treatment done for that type of stuff so, yeah that would be awesome yeah i'm i'm all for it 
do it. Scream Factory. This is perfect for Scream Factory and Shout Factory. They do some really good, uh, my fellow Blu-ray fans out there know what I'm talking about. Uh, I also collect a lot of the uh, the Arrow films. Uh, Arrow is a company, I think they were mainly based in Britain, but they do U.S. stuff too, and they put out some phenomenal, like, uh, Blu-rays. Twilight Time is another company that I think they're done, but they put out some really quality Blu-rays that they you could tell that they're just movie lovers themselves. Mm. And they went in and they did a great kind of uh, presentation and everything for it. So I'm all for it because I'm a big Last Dragon guy. I'm it's not my you. number one, but like I said, it's it's definitely on my top 50 movies. And it's one of the, it's definitely on my top 20 of movies that are just easy to put on in the background. Yeah, absolutely, dude. You know, you throw it on, you just you just enjoy it, and you smile through the whole damn yeah. thing. Uh, and it ends exactly and, how you want. And it's one of those movies, too, that I, I've literally seen enough that, like, you could put it on. And yeah, like, you I could, could listen s- to and it. And I could sit here blindfolded and know exactly what's going yep. on. Yep. You know, I mean, you, right. you have tattoos, you have shirts, you have DVDs, you, you <laughs> have know. it all, man. Right. So if that's not an argument for the, the listeners here who have not seen Last Dragon, right. definitely check it out. Well, we will be doing a... Uh, uh, a Christmas pod. It'll either be dropped on Christmas or or between Christmas and New Year's, but it's going to be uh, the obscure. We're going to continue with our uh, our run of uh, obsessed with the obscure, and we're going to do 29th Street. So, if anyone is a huge, uh, uh, I guess, comedy and drama and uh, just a holiday movie, like R-rated horror movie fan, try to check out 29th Street if you can find it. It's really amazing. Danny Aiello, uh, Anthony LaPaglia. It's one of my top favorites. Frank Pesh. The movie is about the real-life story of Frank Pesh, who a lot of people also know from Beverly Hills Cop. He's the guy that was in the back of the cigarette truck. Right. Uh, and that was one of his several roles. Mm-hmm. In, in 29th Street, he played his brother. They had Anthony LaPaglia actually play him in the movie. So it's it, it's, it's great. So when you're watching 29th Street and yeah. you see the brother, right. that's the real Frank Pesh. They're, awesome. they're doing the story about him, which is interesting that they had him play the brother and not the real guy. But uh, Anthony LaPaglia, I think, was kind of the name back then. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be diving deep into that. After that, me and Dave are going to do a deep dive into Krull, which is going to be great. And I think me and Justin after that are going to do some I Come in Peace. Oh, It's going to be a good one. Not yeah. Dark Angel. Uh, yeah. I come in peace. Yeah, Damn, we know it is. I come in is. peace, yeah. so that's why we're gonna stay with I come in peace. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a super exciting one too, man. I love that. That's uh, that definitely fits the category of obscure. So. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, check us out, Fascinating with Films, uh, on Facebook. And you can also leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, which are SoundCloud and iTunes. Or you could shoot us an email, which would be at fascinatingwithfilms at gmail and Justin and I will get back to you, man. Tell us your obscure movies, man. Some of your favorite obscure movies. We would love to hear about your obscure comedies, horror, action films. I don't know why that's where... I, I suppose there's there's definitely obscure dramas, but when I think obscure, I almost always tend to go comedy, horror, and action. Yeah, yeah. They, they just yeah. have so much more low-budget movies. I'm, I'm sure they do have the, uh, the dramas, and there are dramas on our kind of list that we're going to do, but... Certainly more of the horror uh, action comedy realm. So, but we'll be excited. So, till next week, see ya. Peace. All right, Leroy. Who's the one and only master? I am.